1: And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems, car questions, car concern, concerns, whatever's on your mind about automobiles. We're here to help you and kind of maybe get you through some of those questions you might have. And it's an interesting time of year. Um, you know, we we thought, if you thought we were getting through COVID, right? You thought things were getting better, but. I did. Um, it looks like seems
2: like we're backing uh, up a little not.
1: bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. But and which has thrown kind of a wrench into a few things. Um, you know, the New York Auto Show got canceled. God. the International Motorcycle Show at Javits got canceled, and it's kind of interesting. The motorcycle show that's off a bit, but the um, but the car show, the the New York Auto Show, which is the most heavily attended auto show in the country. Um, was scheduled for next week. They just canceled it a week ago, so um, which meant there was a whole bunch of stuff in place and probably already shipped there in some cases, uh, some of the displays, not the cars, but the displays and carpet and all that sort of stuff. So it's a, it's an interesting time we're in. But one thing they didn't cancel is Pebble Beach. And with us is our friend Natalie Harrington from the Museum of Transportation, the Lars Anderson Auto Museum, and she's out at Pebble Beach with one of the museum cars. Natalie, good morning, and thanks for getting up at 7 a.m. on West Coast time and joining us.
3: Morning, Don. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
1: Is it really a pleasure to get up at seven in the morning on a Saturday in California?
3: Well, that leg is working in my favor this direction, so that
1: certainly
3: yeah, helps. They, um, yeah, there you go. Absolutely.
1: I'm always uh, delighted so to talk uh, about
3: the Lars Anderson Museum.
1: Yeah. I I mean the Lars Anderson Museum is such a it's such a great little place and um you know, we we were we were talking with um George Kennedy the other day about, you know, some, some, of the, some of the things and sharing some of the information about the museum. But it's so interesting that the Lars Anderson Auto Museum was a stable at one time and, uh, and you know, such a beautiful building that they kept horses in.
3: Yes, yes, it was, it was their carriage house. And I love that they then sort of treated their cars like horses in many ways, giving them names and personalities. Uh, really kind of eased the transition from the horse to the automobile
1: yeah it really it really is pretty amazing, and you brought one of the Lars Anderson cars out to Pebble Beach, right?
3: That's right. I did not personally bring it out here, but it is here um, the Lars Anderson's nineteen oh eight Bailey electric Victoria Satan was invited, actually, to Pebble Beach for the early electrics class this year. So it's here. It's going to be on the lawn on Sunday.
1: Do you have any idea how many cars are in the early electrics class?
3: I think it's only a handful. I've seen them sharing some things on social media leading up to it, and I, I can't be sure, but I think it's something like 10, not very many. Wow, yeah, yeah.
1: And what makes the what makes the Bailey Electric such a standout?
3: Well, one thing that was very cool about it within the Lars Anderson collection is that it was Isabel Anderson's favorite car. Uh, Lars and Isabel were the couple that actually they this was America's oldest car collection. I like to think of them as the originators of the hobby in the United States. And because the car was electric. It was possible for Isabel to drive by herself. It didn't need to be crank started. It wasn't all, you know, smoky and smelly like a lot of gas-powered cars yeah. were at the time. So she was able to operate it herself. And she was actually the first woman in Massachusetts to obtain a driver's license, which I think is very cool. Um, so that's a, a big thing that makes it very cool in my mind within the, the museum's context.
1: And just to kind of bring a little clarity, um, Isabelle Anderson was the, was the real enthusiast, not so much Lars, right?
3: That's my understanding, yes. Uh, she was the one who, she passed away after Lars, and she designated in her will that the collection be known as the Lars Anderson Collection, but I do think she was the impetus for them sort of starting the hobby in the first place.
1: And she was the one with all the money.
3: Yeah. <laughs> she, she was. I mean, he, he was nothing to sneeze at, but, yes, she was an heiress. <laughs> and he was, he was a diplomat. And, um, yeah, I, I think he sort of married up money-wise.
1: Yeah. And, and I don't really, I don't, I, I'll be perfectly honest, at my advanced age, I don't really understand the origin of the term, but I heard a, a historian refer to him as a carpetbagger. So I don't carpet. don't know what that means. Don't know what that means exactly, but uh um but a ne'er do well carpet as I as <laughs> as as, I, as I, I remember the quotes. So Oh that's um, funny. Because
3: they, I've heard yeah, that to because, describe yeah. other people, but not him.
1: Interesting. Yeah, not him. Because and I think the person who told me that really want really was pushing to call it the Isabelle Anderson Museum. So I think that was ah, I see. Yeah. 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 So tell tell me about um Pebble Beach and kind of the whole I mean the the world has you know, we thought we were all heading in the right direction, everybody's all happy and, you know, masks were off and we could you know, we got our vaccines and we we're able to go where we wanted to go and things were kinda all of a sudden things started to go backwards a little bit. What's the what's the feeling like out in out in that area right now? It's actually
3: i was almost surprised you know i'm vaccinated and had gotten used to not needing to wear a mask in a lot of places in massachusetts lately and um everybody's been very safe out here it seems like very much the standard um everyone's masked but it's it's crowded it feels like a normal year otherwise um yeah i think you know they've only canceled it once before 2020 so I think to stomach canceling it a second time in a row would be a lot. Um and I think they're hoping that being vaccinated everyone's kind of doing their part and hopefully this won't be a super spreader event.
1: <laughs> well pro- probably probably not. Now the the um the actual event takes place tomorrow, right?
3: That's right. That's right. Tomorrow's the
1: concor. And and but there's all kinds of stuff that goes on sort of this week and into the into the beginning of the week, too, right?
3: Yes, there are a, a lot of other events, um, auctions going on all week, a number of sort of Pebble-adjacent events happening at other golf clubs nearby. There's Concorso Italiano. That's the big one. Um, there are historic races at the Laguna Seca Raceway. So, yeah, lots of cool stuff going on, even just last night out walking to pick up dinner. There were so many cool cars driving around the streets of Monterey. Really, you could tell it's Car Week,
1: and and you're a big car fan, so this must be like this must be like dying and going to heaven, right?
3: Yeah. yes, this is this is great. I could barely take a couple steps without whipping out my camera again, <laughs> snagging another photo. So I don't know what I'll do on Sunday on the actual show field. I'll just have to spend all day there.
1: Now, do you, as you know, as somebody as sort of the caretaker of the Bailey Electric, do you have to kind of hang around and be there and sort of be all knowing about the car at the same time, or do you, or can you just, or, or do you just leave the car there and go wander around?
3: Yes. So i I'm here because I'm a trustee of the museum, and I thought I really didn't want to miss this moment. It was it was such an honor that the museum's car was invited, and. Um, I just thought that was amazing and, and really wanted to be here. But, you know, Sheldon Steele, who's the executive director, he's out here. Um, so is our board president and Evan Ide, who was a former curator and really did the work to get the car in the shape that it needed to be to roll onto the field. Um, so I'm not super responsible for taking care of it, luckily, but I am planning to sort of hover around, um, I actually have a friend who brought out the Simeon Museum's Porsche, their 917LH, for that class. And it doesn't sound like he's planning to be right next to the car the whole time. I think people can kind of go and check other things out and and trust that the crowd will treat your car respectfully.
1: Hmm. Now, how did you get your love for cars?
3: That's a really good question. Um i i think maybe from my dad my dad's a big car guy um he's into sort of different cars from where i my enthusiasm kind of settled. um my dad really loves hot rods and um all kinds of americana i think it came and your from dad, there your dad's and an
1: artist too your dad's an artist too right
3: that's right my dad is an artist he he does actually these days. He's an illustration professor, but he does a lot of watercolors of cars now. Um, they're all over his Instagram. <laughs> R. A. Harrington Art. Um, yeah, he's he's a big car guy.
1: And so you think that's what that's what kind of brought brought it to you was uh, um, kind of kind of being with him and watching his love for cars and and you said his love for cars tends to be. Tends to be hot rods and and uh, you know maybe muscle cars or something. What's what's your what's your area? Where what do you what do you love? What what makes you st- stop in the middle of the street and pull your phone out to take a picture?
3: Well, I tend to prefer more European cars. I definitely have a soft spot for BMW, and um, generally, you know, things that I know something interesting about either a, a little quirky story or it was a you know an oddball mark like the year that porsche had um i mean an oddball year excuse me mm. model year the year that porsche had the oil filler on the outside and there aren't that many of them because people kept thinking it was the gas cap um little stories like that i always think are are so cool so that's what tends to stick out to me uh, that and anything beautiful
1: so, so when, when you see something like a Delahaye or something, you, you, you kind of go, <gasps> Yes,
3: Yeah, absolutely. Which I think I is mean, one of the prettiest, car, prettiest cars. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe even something a little more contemporary like, uh, like, uh, I'm trying to think what year it was. Late 70s, 80s Jaguar, uh, XJS. Yeah, I, I actually really love the XJS. Um, yeah,
3: I don't know what it is about it. I've, I'm a sucker for buttress C pillars.
1: But the but the idea that that um you know you get to you know as part of your job you get to kind of immerse yourself into this into this world is is going to be a pretty good deal for you.
3: Yes, it really is. You know, honestly, it's something that seemed too good to be true until pretty recently. I, I wish that I had taken the leap sooner um, and I you know I really I know all the a lot of the folks in our NEMPA New England Motor Press Association crew have been doing this full time a lot longer and I both respect and envy that but um, you know they were they were willing to go for it so I'm excited to be a, you know an automotive writer full time now mm. and um, I feel very lucky.
1: And did we first meet did we first meet when you broke the tailgate of a GMC pickup truck?
3: <laughs> I don't think I did break it. I'm not sure that you didn't I I break it,
1: it was somebody it was somebody else somebody else that broke it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but that was the And this and we met. yes.
1: Yeah, and, and this to fill in the story, this was back a few years ago, and GM had a tailgate, which they considered pretty indestructible, and they had an aluminum softball bat, and they let everybody take a swing at the tailgate and show that you couldn't dent it, and uh yeah. I seem to remember you taking a swing at the tailgate, and I don't know, a piece fell off of it or something, but yeah.
3: I, I tried to give it my best shot, definitely.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you did. And, and you were told, you were told to wind up and give it a hit. And, and it just happened to be, and it wasn't a fault of the, it wasn't your fault and it wasn't a fault of the tailgate. It just happened to be you hit it just in a, you hit it in that lucky spot. (laughs) Uh, because other than that, that wouldn't, that wouldn't have happened. But, um, but the idea that, you know, the, you know, there's uh, Lars Anderson's collections of cars don't just stay in Brookline. That they end up in events like this makes it makes it pretty exciting. And I was I was just reading as we were talking. I was reading it um, uh, some of the stories uh, when I looked up Pebble Beach and I clicked on uh, on Haggerty's page. And there's our friend Craig Fitzgerald wrote a story um, uh, about the uh, 2021 Pebble Beach Concours d'Elegance. And uh, and uh, I guess it's not a surprise for me that there's also a uh, uh he's talking about a 31 foot airstream trailer at the same time cuz uh that's the kind of stuff <laughs> craig talks about yeah so that's uh, craig, yeah. but the idea <laughs> yeah but the idea that all of this stuff um these are very very unique cars that end up at pebble beach and that's and that's why um that's why they go there i remember years ago i was up at um up at uh, paul russell's and they were readying, um a Bugatti Atlantique to go out to Pebble Beach. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of it has to do with the prep. I remember meeting um and I met him at the at the Lars Anderson Museum um a, a guy who owns uh oh, it just slipped out of my mind. a High-end wax company uh from Connecticut. And um and uh he his job was to was to totally Wax and clean, um, Zymol, Zymol wax. His job was to wax and clean some some cars. And I said, "How how long is that going to take?" And they said, "Oh, they're putting the car on a rotisserie so I can get under it and Ooh. clean it and wax it." And we're using we're using like five thousand dollar wax. And I'm like, wow. no, "You don't see that at the you don't see that at the local car show." No, you do not. No, that's a
3: whole other whole other level, whole other ball game
1: yeah no it's 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 pretty amazing and uh i know um you know back you know over the years we've tried to do something like pebble beach here in new england and it never quite worked and but is is it that pebble beach is kind of so steeped in tradition that that's how that's how it happens what any thoughts
3: on that i think that must be part of it. This year is the 70th anniversary. Um, I guess last year would have been, but since it had to be canceled. Yeah. So yes, the, you know, the, they've had a long time to establish the prestige. Um, actually, I learned from another article that Craig Fitzgerald wrote for Haggerty. He wrote um, something, it was like 25 things you don't know about the Concord. Um, and I learned that back in the day when it first began in 1950, sort of modern cars for the time were winning best of show. Um, but then the last time that a pre-war car won was 1968, and then not again, or a post-war car, excuse me, and then not mm-hmm. again until 2014. So wow. um, really going for the older stuff <laughs> yeah. for, for a very long time. And, and still today, you know, it's, it's more, it tends to be older, older cars, stately elegant cars. Um hmm. we do have in New England the Audrain Newport and I, I imagine that will um the Audraine Con- Newport Concord yep yep I imagine yep. that no. will build up something similar Yeah I think I true.
1: think the idea of, of of having you know kind of Jay Leno's presence there where he bought a mansion in in Newport I think you know certainly that helps and uh, Absolutely. uh you know and everything and the, everything is going on there I know we got you know probably Eight or ten years ago we got close with um the Crane estate up at castle hill um It looked like that was you know right right in you know hometown beverly. It looked like there was going to be a beautiful car show you know kind of on the hill overlooking the ocean. but I think that was only a once or twice that happened then it sort of faded away but um but you know that to me that was that was as beautiful a view as pebble as uh as the what uh what, what, uh, it's on, is it on, is the car show on a particular, uh, like the ninth hole or something at Pebble Beach? Yes, it's the
3: 18th fairway,
1: right along the coast. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I, I think, uh, I think Castle Hill is a prettier picture, but maybe that's just me. Uh, that's maybe being local New us. So.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe, maybe that's why, but, but the idea that, you know, the idea of the show is going on, the idea you're out at that show, um, I can't wait to see the pictures, uh, uh, you know, but the the idea of getting to enjoy that and getting to kind of enjoy, um, is this your second time out of Pebble Beach?
3: This is my second okay. time, yes. I went once yeah. in 2014, um, just sort of as a bucket list thing, which was also cool, but I I didn't really know anybody here at the time, so this is kind of a different experience for me. I've got some some friends to connect with, and obviously... Museum's car so uh, yep. now i feel you know like a little more of an insider it's very exciting for me
1: now now pebble beach is all fancy do you have to get all dressed up
3: yes yes that's my plan um you know it's interesting there's the famous dawn patrol which i i think is around 5 a.m um tomorrow morning and i've i've decided i want to go partly because i i really want to get that hagerty hat that they give out and um <laughs> i'm thinking i'll have to then go back to my hotel and, and get ready because, yes, you, you get all fancy for the <laughs> the show itself. I'm not sure I can swing that
1: at 5 a.m. Oh, there you go. There you go. Hey, Natalie, <laughs> I want to thank you for taking a little time and joining us on the Car Doctor program, enlightening us about Pebble Beach, uh, reminding us about the, uh, the Lars Anderson Auto Museum where, if you know, unfortunately people probably... You know, we'll talk about it kind of after the fact here, but uh, last week was the was the biggest show at the at Lars Anderson, right? The uh, the Italian Car Day show, right?
3: That's right. Tudo Italiano was last weekend. Um, yes, and actually there were some, some very amazing cars there as well. We had a Pebble Beach, a former Pebble Beach Best of Show winner right out front of the museum, which was very, very cool. Um, it was, I think it won in... 2016, a 1936 Lancia Estora Cabriolet. Um, so, yeah, in a, a very elite club as a Best of Show winner, and I thought that was a neat connection. Yeah. We had a Pebble Beach winner there, and and now we're going to Pebble Beach. Well, you're yeah, going three-dash. to Pebble Beach, so it
1: it's everything's connected together. It seems like so. Uh, I want to I want to wish wish you the the best of luck out there take lots of pictures and um when you get when you get back i I can't wait for the next new England motor press meeting to hear all about it
3: yes thank you so much i'm i'm very excited and thanks for having me on
1: all right thanks Natalie take care be well bye-bye that was that was Natalie Harrington from the Lars Anderson Auto Museum out at Pebble Beach with one of uh, the Lars Anderson cars, a Bailey Electric. We need to take a break and pay some bills. Our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. You can give us a call and talk about whatever's on your mind about cars or car problems, anything along those lines. Love to talk to you. 800-370-1049. We'll be right back.
0: Located inside of Agway of Danvers is the North Shore's home of the amazing tuna sub. Lena's Sub Shop is the North Shore's hidden sandwich gem, perfecting the meatball and sausage subs, in addition to their famous fresh egg salad subs. Open every day, Tuesday through Saturday, starting at 11 a.m. Lena's is local; they excel in fresh. Their subs are made to order, and Lena's is so convenient for a grab-and-go. Visit Lena's at Agway of Danvers, 9 Wenham Street, just off Route 35
4: in Danvers. You'll be glad you did. Breaking news at Micho Mitsubishi in Danvers. The 2022, that's right, not a 21, 2022 Outlander has arrived and wow, what a ground up new design.
5: Dad, I am obsessed with the new look of this car. It looks like it's from a different planet.
4: You've heard Back to the Future. You remember the Mitsubishi Montero everyone was talking about? This is the 22 Outlander.
5: This 22 Outlander is a seven-passenger vehicle, fully equipped with all the latest technology, forward collision mitigation. Rear braking control. And this Outlander gets great gas mileage.
4: Let's not forget about the Eclipse Cross. That has arrived too. A 2022 Eclipse Cross. What a design.
5: Ultimately, what we're trying to say here is we've got product.
4: And it's all redesigned with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. You can't go wrong with a Mitsubishi right now. Michel Mitsubishi, Route 114 in Danvers. Mitsubishi.com.
6: Michel Mitsubishi.
7: Are you looking for extra income? Caring Choice Transportation seeks 7D licensed drivers to join their growing business, transporting children and adults with special needs to area schools and medical appointments. Caring Choice Transportation will assist you with training for the 7D student license. They offer competitive hourly salaries and great hours for drivers, LPNs, and RNs. Details online at CaringChoiceTransportation.com. That's Transportation.
6: Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit AAA.com join. That's AAA. AAA.com join ash join Danvers, the Backyard Butchers are here with 29 ribeyes for $39. That's less than $2 a steak. Look for the big white truck in the parking lot at Liberty Tree Mall near Total Wine. Stock up and save on bulk meat specials on ribeyes, t-bones, chicken, and crab legs. Just look for the big white truck at Liberty Tree Mall near Total Wine and get 20 ribeyes for $39 plus more bulk meat deals. Read more than 300 reviews, chat with the butchers online, and get info and locations at backyardbutchers.com. Backyardbutchers.com. Cash credit, debit, and EBT accepted I'ma is a bus, I'ma boomer is a follow about a working old summer just to try to earn-
1: and welcome back to the car doctor program on North Shore 1049 our phone number 800 370 1049 800 370 1049 give us a call and you can talk to us just like our buddy Robert from Kingborough was going to do Robert good morning
7: good morning John. staying cool i hope
1: um well <laughs> no actually i uh i did i did get out i i, I did get out this morning before it was uh, too hot and mowed the lawn so that was that was Oof, my big, yeah. that was my yeah. big day so far so yeah, Fortunately, just, it's a small
7: uh, yard. Yeah, I need your opinion on uh, the Michelin tires. Okay. Sure. I mean, I've already bought some, so I probably should have asked you first. Yeah. yeah, they're I'm awful. Dealing.
1: They're awful. What, what were you doing? <laughs> Why, why'd you do that? They're terrible. No, they're Michelin, Michelin probably makes the roundest tire in the world. So if you talk to anyone who works at a tire store, and they balance Goodyear tires, BF Goodrich tires, Continental tires, Firestone tires, Bridgestone tires, and Michelin tires. Michelin tires typically have require the least amount of weight because they're the roundest roundest tire you can make. Do they last as long as some other ones? Maybe not. Um they have a um They have a a different type of liner inside the tire that, where a regular tire may lose a pound or two of every of air every month, just kind of naturally seeps through the casing. Uh, Michelin tires don't tend to do that. Um, You pay a premium though. You know, you know, you could buy on my car, for instance. um, My old car. I was going to put tires on it, and um, I I looked, and I'm like. And I really wanted to put Michelin's on it, and then I was deciding I wasn't going to keep the car quite as long. I think I ended up putting Bridgestones or something on it. But the difference was, it was going to be a couple hundred bucks for the four tires difference. But you do get a little bit more trouble-free. Um, they tend to be. They tend to be. Uh, you know, is you know, are they the best in the rain? Probably not. Are they the best in the snow? Probably not. But are they, the best, in my opinion, the best overall tire. I think certainly, certainly one of the best, one of the most trouble-free. You know, like I said, are you going to get sixty or eighty thousand out of them? Where you might get, you know, you might get, you know, eighty thousand out of a Bridgestone or something. No, you're going to get, you're going to get forty, fifty, sixty out of them. Generally, is probably what you're going to do. Um, I another car I had, I put Michelin tires on it um i sold the car actually i'd never put the tires on i had the tires and i never put them on i sold the car and the and i sold the tires separately with the car and the person who bought it uh about a year later said hey i gotta put tires on your car again and i'm like really those were brand new michelins and i said how many miles did you put on that in the car in a year and she said uh, she looked and she said oh we put forty-eight thousand miles on it I'm like, well, you know, forty-eight thousand. You know, in first off, in a year means it never stopped running in that time. And uh, but I said, but I said, you know, I, I guess I would have expected a little bit more out of them, but uh, because they were they were expensive. But um, but I think as far as overall, I, I'm, I'm you know, I think I think even the you know the engineers at Goodyear. You know, try to model everything as far as quality up against Michelin. So I don't think you can go wrong with Michelin.
7: Yeah, uh, the uh, thing about this, I um, I call I, I looked at four different places, their sites, and I wanted to go to Sullivan Tire, and I wasn't sure if they'd price match, but they did. Mm-hmm. So I brought a BP, a uh, Pep Boys rather, yeah. up to them and the price, and they matched it. No questions, no argument, yeah. and it was like thirty dollars a tire or less. Wow. And apper- apparently uh Goodrich and Michelin are not charging this installation cost, which last time I bought Tyre there wasn't anything such like that, but yeah. anyway, so they didn't charge for that. And uh the protection package for a tire was nineteen fifty at Pet Boys and it was twenty two at Sullivan, so they beat it or matched yeah. it, I should
1: say. Wow. So,
7: wow. Yeah, I was happy and I was yeah. close I'd have to travel as far yeah,
1: yeah no, and, and yeah and and uh you know i you know uh, I, a lifetime ago it seems like now I actually worked for Sullivan Tyre I worked there for a few years and um and and still to this day I'll run into people that still work there you know almost forty years later that are yep. still working there because uh, you know they have good training programs uh they have they have uh, um you know, they, they, you know, they, they don't just, you know, stick you in front of a tire machine and tell somebody, you know, go change that tire. They actually run a course. Um, they run a yep. flat tire repair course. They run a, they run a course on how to do an oil change to make sure you do it right. Um, they're, yeah, they're, good, they're, a good they're, they're a good company. They're a good
7: company. Yeah. So. I was talking to the manager on this story. He's been with them 20 years. and Yeah. He says they're great people to work for. Yeah. So
1: yeah. I wouldn't
7: yep. go anywhere else. So, um, you know, yep. I don't nope. think he was just trying to pitch me, but.
1: No no they're uh you know he's he's there for 20 years for you know it's funny one of the things they still have is uh they have a they have an old fashioned christmas club you know where you put money in oh, yeah. every week out of your paycheck and then then they match it up to a certain amount they still have that um and it just ties over from you know old man sullivan uh, you know who started the business in the, in 1955, and you know that was something he wanted to make sure that you know his employees would have enough money to buy toys for their kids on Christmas. Yeah,
7: that was great. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I was hoping yeah. you would agree that they were yeah. yeah. good No, yeah.
1: no, no, no. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Take, take care, Robert. Weekend. All right. You as well. You bye bye. Bye-bye. Right. Yep. Yeah. is how you get through and talk to us about your car and your car problem. We'll try to, we'll try to help you with some problems. We got an email, um, just during the program here about, uh, somebody had a problem. They turned their air conditioner on. The last couple of days, where it's been hot and humid, and they and they saw sort of like white mist coming out of their air conditioner ducts, and they got conf, concerned that maybe there was something wrong with the air conditioner that you know is the is the freon leaking out. Well, no, it isn't. That happens when it's very humid, and if the air conditioner is just slightly undercharged, so it doesn't quite have enough refrigerant in it, um, it can have it can have a it can actually cause this kind of steamy thing. Uh, the best thing you can do is uh, when you when you see that, make sure your AC is not on max air, which you probably want to put on when it's uh, when it's ninety percent humidity and ninety degrees outside. But uh, keep it off max air. Uh, keep it off recirc. So keep it on the fresh air setting. That will help eliminate that. And then maybe uh, you know if it if it if it's cold enough for you, leave it alone. But maybe at some point you might want to go in and see about. Uh, having, uh, you know, having the AC system checked and see if it's a little bit low on charge. It could be, and it could have been l- just a little bit low, kind of right, almost right from the factory it's even possible. So uh, just one of those kind of minor little things. If you own a GM pickup truck, um, there are three 350- hundred. 30,000 2017 to 2019 Chevrolet Silverado 2500s and 3500s and 2017 to 2009 GMC Sierra. So these are three quarter and one ton trucks with the diesel engine. Um, it looks like because they have diesel, they have, they have, um, engine block heaters in them. Uh, so if you live up in New Hampshire or you're, or you go up there and you, you order one of these, uh, diesel pickup trucks to tow your snow machines around. And you got it with the uh, engine block heater, so it makes for easy starting in the winter time. might catch on fire so you want to get that you want to get that taken care of uh, if uh, and you can always check you can always go to the national highway traffic safety uh, website and you can put in your vehicle identification number and it will let you know whether there is a, a a recall on your car or a recall that hasn't, hasn't been finished. Speaking of other recalls, uh, Ford is recalling about three-quarters of a million Ford Explorers 2013 to 2017 model years uh, because they've been linked to some injury claims. Um, the issue is a uh, part of the rear suspension could crack, and if that happens, it could affect the steering. The car starts to wobble. And uh, you could have you could have some problems and not in recall news but in some sort of interesting news, the guy who uh, used to own all the prime dealerships, David Rosenberg who uh, merged with another company and then uh, left that prime business has started uh a new a new business now and he David Rosenberg according to automotive news uh just uh, uh, purchased uh two New Hampshire dealerships so who knows? Maybe they'll end up being an advertiser for us. You never know. So, uh, one of the things I did this week, and I'll talk about it when we come back, is take a look at the brand new Jeep Grand Wagoneer. But right now, we need to take a break and pay some bills. My name John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. Phone lines are open. If you want to give us a call, 800 370 1049. 800 370 1049. We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Boston Benson Vinyl and Beverly is a proud sponsor of the Gloucester Blues Fest. Join them Saturday, August 14th at Stageport Park. Music starts at 11 a.m. Don't miss this world class blues lineup featuring John Primer and the Real Deal, JP Soares and the Red Hots, King Solomon Hicks and the Cat Riggins, BB Stone and Jane Lee Hooker Band. Tickets at gloucesterbluesfestival.com. And remember, one if by land, two if by sea. Paul Revere's on our logo and the estimate's free.
4: There has never been a better time to join Align Credit Union. My name is Kendall Rossi, and as President and CEO, I would like to personally invite you to take advantage of all that Align has to offer. We have everything you need to reach your financial goals, including great rates on mortgages and auto loans, checking accounts with no monthly maintenance fees, and digital banking tools. To learn more, stop by one of our branches or visit us online at AlignCU.com, Align Credit Union, connecting all your banking needs. Insured by MSIC.
0: Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Lion Wah Auto Group
4: is now hiring. There are dozens of employment opportunities available in any of their eight dealerships. Located in Peabody, Burlington, Nashua, and Bedford, New Hampshire. Consider a position as an entry-level or experienced technician. Sales or sales support. Finance, valets, and more. Lion Wa Auto Group is an award-winning dealer group who gives back to the communities in which they serve. Join the Lion Wa team where employees are valued and recognized. For more details, visit lw. L-W-A-G-careers.com. That's LWAGcareers.com. That's
6: Thinking about a new job or a change in your career? Why not work where you can make a difference every day? Elder Services of the Merrimack Valley and North Shore is hiring, and it's a great time to join their innovative, passionate team. Their mission is to help meet people's needs as they age and live safe, healthy lives. They're hiring social workers, case managers, administrative professionals, and more. Come work where employees from diverse backgrounds can grow professionally and have a great work life balance. Learn more at ESMV.org and search careers.
1: and welcome back to the car doctor program on North Shore 1049 it's not often i drive a vehicle that uh, is odd <laughs> um, you know you know most of the vehicles i drive are pretty pretty normal i mean last week i drove a buick and you know the week before i drove a or you know a lincoln corsair um i drive pretty normal everyday sort of cars but today it's different Today I'm driving a Jeep Wrangler, and you know Wrangler is a very popular car, but this isn't just any Jeep Wrangler, and you know the the four door wrangler and it's a four door Wrangler, so it's a it's um it's a bigger vehicle, you know you can actually put people in the back seat. It's got storage. You can fold the seats down, and you know it's 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 pretty roomy back there for storage wise. Um, but this isn't this isn't just any Wrangler. This is a Wrangler 392. And you might say, what's a 392 Wrangler? Well, instead of a, you know, if you drove an old Wrangler, you know, instead of a four-cylinder or a six-cylinder, it's a V8. And is it any V8? No, it's not any V8. It's a 6.4-liter V8 that makes 470 horsepower and 470 foot-pounds of torque. So... It goes reportedly, I didn't test it, um, from zero to 60 uh, in four and a half seconds. That's, um, Mustang GT class. That's fast. Um, and it's, um, and it's designed to go fast. How can I put this? It's designed to go fast slow. In other words, if you're doing 80 out on the highway, if you were, that foolish to do that and you accelerated no nah, it didn't feel but from a standing start oof, it is fast it also is worth noting that driving out on the highway it's pretty confident um like a lot of jeep vehicles there is a little bit of um on center steering slight vagueness So a little bit of you know you just you just eh, it's just not quite perfect um when you're going straight you're you're you know, correcting a little bit. But other than that, it feels pretty well tied to the ground. And it is, um, it sits up about an inch higher than a normal Wrangler does, and it's this one's running on some pretty big tires as well. Fuel economy is horrible. Um, 13 miles per gallon in the city, 17 on the highway. Um, I guess it's really depending on your temperament and throttle. Um But, uh, it, it is not the most fuel efficient Jeep they ever made. But again, it's, it was never designed for that. And the idea that you think of, do you really need this kind of horsepower to go off road? Um, probably not, because the regular Jeeps do just fine. Uh, some nice features about this Jeep though. Uh, it has, like a lot of Jeeps, it has a, uh, uh, it's, it's a full, fully enclosed frame where you can take the, Doors off if you want. Uh, but this has a retractable canvas roof. So instead of like a normal Jeep where you have to unhook some things and unfold some things and, uh, you know, be an origami master to fold the roof back, uh, this one you push a button and it just slides back. And it slides back and it uncovers all the way to the rear seats. So it really does feel very open air. Now I haven't taken the doors off. I'm not going to take the doors off. Uh but I would think, you know, with the doors off it definitely feels uh pretty open. Um Chrysler also um added special shock absorbers. Uh the front shocks um a little bit a little bit stiffer handling from what I from what I understand. The rear shocks are a little bit softer, so it uh it just sort of addresses any uh handling issues. Uh I, I didn't drive it off road i've talked to people that have driven it off-road it has a uh, pretty impressive uh departure angle and approach angle so you can go up some pretty steep uh range uh offshore with it i mean off-road with it so uh real heavy duty you can disconnect the uh sway bars There's a button you can disconnect the sway bars so uh it it's it's a Really impressive vehicle. Did they meet? The real question is, did anyone really need a 470 horsepower, 470 foot pound of torque Jeep Wrangler that goes from zero to 60 in four and a half seconds? Probably not. But, you know, is it, is it kind of nice they built one of those? Yeah, I think so. I think it is kind of nice they built one of those. So, um, kind of, kind of an in- certainly an interesting vehicle and, um, you know, it's uh it, it's just it's one of those things that you you have to look at and go, Yeah, did did they need to build it? No, they didn't need to build it. Am I glad they built it? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. I mean the same thing with uh you know, it can be a it can be a uh, you know, a Hellcat. You know, do they need to build an eight hundred and plus horsepower Hellcat? No, they don't need to. Glad they did it. You know, for the few people that are going to buy it. This Jeep, I think if you're going to buy it, I think as I recall, it's close to $80,000. So, uh, uh, pretty expensive, but I, I do like some of the features like the one touch, uh, power roof, uh, couple thousand dollar option, but it's, uh, it does, it does make life a lot easier. Uh, I was just looking up the price. Yeah, it's about $75,000 for this Jeep. So, uh, but really interesting, really interesting vehicle. And again, glad. Glad, glad they, glad they bought it. So, uh, remember, we're brought to you in part by AAA, the people that have been keeping me employed for the past. Uh, someone just reminded me the other day. I'm in my 37th year of employment with AAA. That's a long time to stay there. And why do I stay there? Because it's a good place to work. And we thought we were coming back to the office uh, the, after Labor Day. Nope. Uh, our return to office date has been pushed out till November 1st now because of some rising COVID cases and all of that sort of stuff. But, uh, our boss said, you know, you guys have been doing really good working at home. You've been productive. Uh, keep on doing it. So if you want to become a AAA member, easy enough to do, go to, go to, uh, AAA.com slash join and you can do that. Biff, I think is it time to take another break? We're getting close, John. Yeah, let's let let's do it. it. Let's is. do it, and then, I we, bet, then I bet we can it, I bet, uh, just. I bet it is. Bring that last
2: segment Be, home
1: because I I, I yeah yeah because I I need to I need to know about the beach and boating report. Of course you do, as we all do. I do, I do because yeah, as we all do. Uh, you know, I I need to know whether I can go on the boat or not, <laughs> or go to the beach or whatever people do. And when we come back I have another another recall to talk about as well. And uh and again I want to talk about their Jeep Grand Wagon here. We'll be right back.
0: Hi everyone, I'm Mark Kresenthal. Here is today's North Shore 1049 Beach and Boating Forecast being brought to you by Hardware. For the Barriers today, southwest winds 5 to 10 knots. We have a high tide coming up in Gloucester this afternoon at 424. Seas 1 to 2 feet, visibility 2 to 4 miles. One attempt in the 60s. Sun clouds at the beach today, hot buggy, maybe some afternoon storms. It'll be in the EDs, a tanning factor of an 8. That's my Beach and Boating Forecast. I'm Mark Kresenthal.
3: Have you tried shopping with Overshawn Hardware online? Whether at home, on your boat, or at the beach, it's easy and convenient to order things you need right at HardwareStore.com.
7: Plus, when you order online for the first time, you'll save 10% up to $10. And
3: who wouldn't like an extra $10 in their pocket? So the next time you need a few things, just visit HardwareStore.com, place your order, and choose in-store pickup or curbside. It's easy. Overshawn Hardware will fix you right up.
7: Hi folks, this is Gerard Moynihan of Moynihan Lumber. Did you know that professional builders and remodelers choose Anderson Windows more than any other brand in the United States? And if you're thinking about replacing the windows in your home, you should see the Anderson Woodwright Replacement Windows, which can add considerable value to any home. See the Anderson Windows on display at Moynihan Lumber in Beverly, North Reading, and Plastown, New Hampshire, or visit us at MoynihanLumber.com.
0: Lumber
6: on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered both on and off the road. Visit AAA.com join. That's AAA. AAA.com join. Danvers, the Backyard Butchers are here with 29 ribeyes for $39. That's less than $2 a steak. Look for the big white truck in the parking lot at Liberty Tree Mall near Total Wine. Stock up and save on bulk meat specials on ribeyes, T-bones, chicken, and crab legs. Just look for the big white truck at Liberty Tree Mall near Total Wine and get 20 ribeyes for $39 plus more bulk meat deals. Read more than 300 reviews, chat with the butchers online, and get info and locations at backyardbutchers.com. Backyardbutchers.com. Cash credit, debit, and EBT. He accepted.
4: Breaking news at Micho Mitsubishi in Danvers. The 2022, that's right, not a 21, 2022 Outlander has arrived and wow, what a ground up new design.
5: Dad, I am obsessed with the new look of this car. It looks like it's from a different planet. You've
4: heard Back to the Future? You remember the Mitsubishi Montero everyone was talking about? This is the 22 Outlander.
5: This 22 Outlander is a seven passenger vehicle, fully equipped with all the latest technology, forward collision Rear braking control. And this Outlander gets great gas mileage.
4: Let's not forget about the Eclipse Cross. That has arrived too. A 2022 Eclipse Cross. What a design.
5: Ultimately, what we're trying to say here is we've got product.
4: And it's all redesigned with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. You can't go wrong with a Mitsubishi right now. Micho Mitsubishi, Route 114 in Danvers. Mitsubishi.com. Micho
6: Mitsubishi.
7: Well I'm a rolling daddy with a mean machine that's
0: gotta
1: be it boarding it through his queen. I'm a hot rod man.
0: Yeah, I'm a hot rod man. Look out,
1: little mama gonna get you if I can. I gotta count. I don't know if I'm a hot rod man, but there are certainly some hot rods out there worth looking at. Um one that isn't a hot rod, though, kind of, you know, we're talking about Jeep a little bit, the Jeep Grand Wagoneer. I get invited by a um, uh, a, a Jeep dealership uh, over in Woburn to go see the new Grand Wagoneer. And I had heard about the Grand Wagoneer. And the Grand Wagoneer is their newest three-row SUV uh, powered by a V8 engine. It's interesting, though, it doesn't say Jeep anywhere on it. It just says Grand Wagoneer on it so there's no jeep name on it. So and it's part of that is because it's going to be a whole new experience. It's going to be sort of concierge level experience. So when you buy this you're kind of treated in the next level up above special, I guess is the way to say it. But it is it's a it's designed to be competitive with something like a Cadillac Escalade or something along those those range it uses yeah 471 horsepower uh, v8 engine Uh, it has an incredible towing capacity around almost 10,000 pounds now we've had jim morrison on the program before jim morrison who is the president of jeep maybe he's he's if if they don't have a president of jeep he's the he's in charge Uh, There's no question he's vice president, maybe, but he's in charge of Jeep. And I remember when we were talking to him, he said something about his wife and her love for her horses. I'm convinced he built this thing Um, so, you know, she could have a new vehicle to tow her horses horses around. Because, Biff, you know, horse people are... Kind of in a league of their own, right? They They are. They treat their horses like people. Yeah. So so. you think part of the marketing
2: strategy was to um, kind of separate themselves from Jeep so they could bring themselves up to to like that? You mentioned that Cadillac Escalade class.
1: Escalade, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's priced up there. Uh, I think it starts at almost $90,000. So, uh, but yeah, when you... uh, uh, and I was just uh, because I couldn't quite remember everything, uh, because you know I don't remember. Uh, but <laughs> the uh, the <laughs> um, but it's uh, the all new Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer are paired with dedicated and uninterrupted customer service from twenty four seven service and assistance to vehicle maintenance. You're automatically enrolled in a program that covers key aspects of ownership. A truly exceptional vehicle brings truly exceptional benefits. Welcome to the Wagoneer Client Experience, a collection of dedicated customer service initiatives to help you make your journey special. So, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, it's, a, it's a whole new thing. And yeah. And, you know, compare it to an Escalade, compare it to a, uh, Lincoln Navigator. It's one of those, it's one of those, uh, very upscale, um, you know, this isn't, Although it's capable, because it is a Jeep, it's capable of going off-road. Uh, but it is, uh, in this particular case, the Grand Wagoneer, I think, is really designed for, you know, for a very specific clientele. And, um, you know, the according to the website, it says uh, MSRP starting at 87590 five ninety. So that's starting, starting price. So, you know, by the time you're done, you know, who... Who knows? And it comes in. It comes in. It comes in four four models, and uh, the series three, um, which is only available in four wheel drive, um, starts at one hundred and four thousand dollars. Amazing.
2: Over a hundred. Yeah. No, uh, somebody. I got a quick question yeah. for you. You're a car guy, obviously. This is what you do yeah. for a living. You're, you've done this your entire life. You've been connected with the automobile world in some way, shape, or form. And then, look what could you do for a living? working for AAA. so here's the question if you have had had the means and f- for all i know you do have the means would you buy a car for eighty or a hundred thousand dollars and it, it let's just say you could
1: would you if i if i could uh you know i think i'm i think i'm too much of a cheap yankee <laughs> honestly um um i don't think i don't you know i don't think so I think I would. I, I I would think I would probably top out, out at if I had the means. I think I would top out probably in the in the fifties somewhere.
2: Uh, I mean, the scenario I'm painting here is that I, that, I mean, if you spent a hundred thousand dollars, John, it wouldn't it wouldn't even be a bleep on your financial radar, uh, financial radar screen. That that's that's where you are. You're so yeah. far in the stratosphere, you can have whatever you want. But I I, yeah. I, I get the feeling for other reasons you would not do
1: that. Yeah, I mean, I you know. Don't mean to put someone. You on a spot. Someone wrote to me the other day. Yeah, someone. Well, it's fine. Uh, someone wrote to me the other day, and they were looking at the. Um, uh, they were looking at cars, and they were looking at a Audi, and they also were looking at a Genesis, and the question was they really kind of like the genesis more than the audi and you know genesis is the premium car of the hyundai lineup so you know there's hyundai and then there's genesis and genesis makes some very nice cars but they said am i being a car snob by not wanting to buy a genesis and wanting to buy an audi because you know it's an audi and uh And kind of an interesting question, but people are going to buy premium cars. Um, You know, people buy Rolex watches instead of Timex watches because, you know, Rolex has a certain cachet that carries with it. Will a Timex watch keep better time than a Rolex? It might. Um, And and
2: an automobile automobile has almost become the same as an accessory, like you just said, a Rolex watch. It's sort of a, uh, here I am, here's my station in life, where's yours?
1: That's right. That's right. And that is a little bit of that. Um, so people, people, you know, people do, um, you know, look at cars in a certain way. And you know, I'm successful, so this is what I drive. And people will do that. I I'm not sure. I I think if there was something that really, you know, kind of lit my fire and said, "Hey, I really want that," you know, thousand horsepower car. Maybe, maybe I wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't fact buy it and it was crazy expensive, but it would be like, you know, going out to buy an ice cream for a normal person. I don't know. But I, I think my, um, we'll call it my Yankee sensibilities keep me from doing that. Well, okay. I appreciate that answer. Thank I you. I think know. you're very well, honest. Well well, 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 but you never know. Maybe I'll show up at a Rolls Royce one day. But I don't think so. <laughs> hey, we got to get going. That music means it's time for us to go. Uh, Dave Seymour, Real Estate Reveal, coming up next. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, put that mask back on, and wash your hands. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.